Hi guys, welcome to the newest episode of Teak the Truth. Um, I will be talking about lessons I've learned in relationships. Um, Some key takeaways, some things that I was just super shocked about myself finding out, and then some things along the way that I was just like, girl, we gotta do better. To kick things off, I will talk about um, just a few things I've truly learned while being in a relationship. Uh, I done been through some really, 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 like, traumatic and dramatic and really just toxic, like, relationships. Like, stuff I thought was supposed to last and work out didn't last and work out, and I wanted it too bad, and I just... You know, walked around smelling like shit all day. Um, but uh, as I got older, it definitely prepared me for <laughs> the relationship I am in now because, man, it's a little different around these parts, okay? So, to begin, um, something that was like a key takeaway was just learning a few things first. Like, in the beginning, I wish I thought about things that I truly liked and truly things that I truly didn't like. And that's not like the superficial shit like, oh, he got to be this tall. He got to look like this. I want his hair like this. He got to sound like this. Like, dang, he fine. Like, past that stuff. Like, the stuff that you like as far as, like, his communication style, um, how he carries himself, his goals, and how he's working toward getting those things. Um, I would be phrasing things in he because I do date men, so (laughs) I would say he a lot. But you can apply this to any relationship you are in. I just wanted to clear it up. But um, learning, like, little things like how he puts himself first and how he puts other people's first and, like, how his emotions are expressed and what emotions he don't express. Like, learning those things and see what I didn't like and how they carried or did certain things, I saw really early in this relationship, but I didn't see in those past ones, and I wish I did. But I learned that along the way. I learned things I didn't like, like... I never realized how much dirty fingernails bother me. Like, it's a pet peeve of mine, but in my partner, oh, I really hate it. Like, that's superficial as fuck, but I needed to know <laughs> before I dated somebody <laughs> that I'm going to look at your fingernails because I care and that matters to me. Um, things like you prioritize your friends over XYZ going on in your relationship or things that you feel like aren't a priority to you but are a priority to me. Like... I didn't like the fact that same pages couldn't be met. Like, we in the same book, but we in whole different chapters. That I didn't like. Um, I think, like, things that I really didn't like, I didn't like over-talkers. People who don't really know how to listen. Who listen or have conversations to respond rather than to, like, hear me out or understand me. I don't like that. I'm really simple and easy to please. I didn't like those kinds of things. And that just, I learned that now like in the last year or two but before that I was blind out here I didn't know I didn't like that I just was dealing with it I thought it was normal sometimes people talk like that sometimes they don't know how to respect you you gotta learn that quick okay um I would say a good thing about you you should learn before you go into a relationship about yourself is your love language you can have more than one there are five of them but I think you should really dive into the love languages um for myself, 
quality time is my love language and words of affirmation kind of like I'm big on quality time like you can be in the same space as me we don't got to talk to each other I just want to know you're there like if I need to go to you for a quick hug or I want to like, touch you real fast I need to know I can do that that's my love language quality time like we can be in a room doing nothing together and I like it because that's what I like um with words of affirmation it's just like telling me you care about me like you don't have to tell me all the time but it's nice to hear nice to know um sure I have had partners who showed it but it wasn't consistent now with somebody who shows it and they say it and it's just a little weird but I adapt it <laughs> because I'm not used to that I'm used to toxic and people who don't know my love language or how to love me in my love language so it's a little different um uh, you need to really learn about yourself, too, is just how you want to receive your love. Um, and that's just going back to your love languages. Like, if I want to receive my love and words of affirmation, I need to make that clear to my partner that that's how I know that you care about me. That's how you can show me that you care about me. That's how I know you love me because you told me you love me. But then you're going to follow up with your actions. Like, you can tell me until you're blue in the face. And I can believe that, but I only can believe it but so far. You know what I'm saying? Like, if my partner knows or if your partner knows how you want your love to be given to you and how you can receive that, that goes way further. And I think learning that as a part of your love languages and a part of yourself will take you far in not just relationships, but also in other dynamics of your life and in your world. Um, You also need to learn, like, how you love another person. Our nature and our nurture definitely plays a big part into who we are as people and how we show our emotions, our affections, and our love to other people in this world. I think knowing how to love another person your way will go a long way. And in that relationship, you'll learn that the way you love is not going to be the way that that person you're loving receives love too and that can cause friction but you got to be very vulnerable very open and have clear communication about what it means to receive your love and how you want to be loved and how you want to love that person like for example I know that my love language and I want to give it to somebody is that I pay attention very closely to the things that I see that you like and the things that I know like that you told me that you care about. Like, I pay attention to those things very closely. I give very thoughtful gifts when I give people things. So, like, in my relationships, like, my boyfriend, he likes T-shirts, and he loves a good graphic tee, and we like graphic tees together. So, Valentine's Day, Christmas coming around, his birthday, he gets a T-shirt. You know what? The little things matter, and they count. But at the same time, I know that I can give him motivational words, and that doesn't even have to be a holiday, and he knows that, like, dang, she care about me. My baby loves me. I know. You know I got you. Don't even trip. But at the same time, that took some learning for me to get there. It also took me paying attention for me to get to that point. But then also, it was us being very candid in the beginning of things to know, like, how do you care for a person? How do you want someone to care for you? And having those conversations really early, even when I asked those questions, it was just like, do you think this is too soon? Do you think we should take a little bit slower? Do you think I'm asking this prematurely? But because we laid the ground for vulnerability in the very beginning, we're at a point in our relationship where vulnerability doesn't seem like it's an issue or me being very transparent and him being transparent is a a problem in any kind of way or it's hard for us to do because we did it so early on by trying to learn each other fully. Um, Like, I can love him the way I want to give love to him, 
But sometimes if I'm pushing it or if I'm trying to love him the way I want to, but he's not receiving of it, it can feel like a slap in the face. But you also have to learn that it's not a slap in the face. They don't know that that's how you love them. (laughs) They don't know like, oh, this is how she shows me that she cares. Oh, I get it now. Some people catch on late. Some people catch on early. Some people don't catch on at all. And I've had toxic relationships where they didn't catch on at all, guys. And I was sitting right here like, I'm a killer. <laughs> he don't want my love. He don't see all the stuff I'm doing for him. Oh, he trying to throw hands. <laughs> I don't believe in domestic violence in any kind of relationship. I just be threatening and talking all that BS. But just now I be thinking about it. <laughs> um, how do you learn that, like, from another person or learn another person? Uh, it's really about your times being quiet and being able to just fully listen with no intent of answering a question or having advice to give you need to fully be mute and just absorbing you need to become a sponge because that person is going to give you way more in their body language way more in what they're saying how they look at you how their hand gestures mannerisms everything is going to teach you everything you need to know about that person so like even if you're like my my love language is quality time so in that quality time even though we're not doing things together I can pay attention to what he is doing to learn everything that I need to know about him and I don't know everything about him but I'm learning him and I'm absorbing him so it synchronizes us way more than we thought it would possibly be but because I took time to actually figure him out or ask the right questions or think about things that I've noticed or pay attention to the small details. Like, I know what his favorite snack is. I know my name likes sunflower seeds and they only particularly like one flavor. I know he like going fishing. So guess what I do? I learn certain stuff about fishing because my man going to ask some stuff and I'll be like, babe, did you think of this? Did you look at these? Have you seen these lures? You should get a new reel or a new rod. Like, what? Because I pay attention. I learn how to love him. I learn, I learn the things that he loves. <laughs> like, come on now, guys. It takes effort. It takes you putting in the time and the work for something you want to work. Um, I will say, this was not easy for nothing. Like, hear me out, okay? We're going to get into how I struggled. And I mean struggle, I struggled to get to this point, okay? struggled okay so let's get into how I struggled fell on my face cried got really depressed like super duper struggled to learn a lot about me and myself and my relationships in my 20s like my word so um my earliest like serious relationship that was a relationship that I like thought very superficially based on like how the world tells you you should be in a relationship with someone um that I was doing it right and in actuality I wasn't um I was dating this person we were together for two years and nine months in the very beginning he told me about how 
he was in a relationship and the girl cheated on him and he just left him so hurt and miserable and I was like okay well I would never do that to you because I wouldn't that's just not me I'm not the type to cheat I'd rather leave you before I hurt you that way um and yeah I thought everything was gonna be good we started off real good like the normal stuff like let's go on a date let's do this oh I'll hang out with you you hang out with me became very serious that kind of thing unknowingly I was definitely putting myself and on the back burner in so many ways of my own development, but also I wasn't in a position to be trying to love somebody that seriously that early in my life, that young, how young I was, because I was 21, 20 at the time, and we were young, so it was just like, we'll go to church and we'll figure it out, and we know we can do this, and we have our family support, and it seems like it's right. And I was just there as his girlfriend to be supportive and everything he did. Had some issues, some health issues along the way, and I was there to support. Like, three surgeries. I was there being home aid, <laughs> changing bandages every 12 hours, staying by your side, no matter what. We live together. We get engaged. And... I lied to you guys not. <laughs> I lost me so much in that relationship that I was blinded by so many things. And then at the very end, I was just like, no, we're not doing this. We we can't do this. Like, Teak, we got to get out of this. Um, I had gained 70 pounds in that relationship because I was completely depressed the entire time. Uh, I put him before me the entire relationship. And when I lost me, I didn't know how to make me happy. I didn't know how to make me feel good. I didn't take good care of me. People were looking like, oh, you got that love weight. Y'all must be real happy. I'm like, no, I'm depressed. <laughs> but y'all think this is happy weight. Okay, y'all y'all a little slow too, but okay. Thanks. That was not, nah, we, no, we wasn't happy. We, what you saw and how it should be for everybody's relationship. The world should see one side of your relationship while you really know the ins and outs. Like, it's not everyone's business to know your business. And I did that really well. Like, no one knew that I was struggling or I was going through anything or things weren't as great as they seemed because it was no one's place to have any input in my relationship but me and the person I was with. So I was okay with keeping it all bottled in or it just being us dealing with it, but him brushing me off when I'm bringing up these issues. That mean a lot to me because it was me telling you that I'm drowning and you not throwing me a life preserver. You not trying to save me. You just like, well, you can deal with it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. And I didn't see that until like I got older years later and I was like, dang, you really was selfish. And I thought I was being selfish by not taking care of me. Um, but I really struggled a lot. And in the same way he was cheated on and broken up with, he did the exact same thing to me that this person did to him. And I was like, what the heck? Like, this really happens to people. But, you know, you live and you learn. I definitely live and I learn. I still have been able to shake off the 70 pounds I gained from that relationship. But I also became very confident and very happy with myself so I could care less. Stretch marks roll or not, uh, <laughs> my boyfriend loved me. <laughs> and my exes. <laughs> but uh, I only focus with my boyfriend because, yeah, this is great over here. Um... Another relationship, I said I came with a follow-up of a toxic relationship. Like, from one toxic relationship, took a whole 
year and a half break from dating, talking to anybody. It was just like, I'm just do me. And if I stumble across some people along the way, then it is what it is. But I was in a relationship for two years and nine months. Got engaged, broke up, super toxic situation. To then take a break and then get into another toxic relationship without really learning some key and vital tools along the way that could have prepared me to know and realize, like, oh, this is just dumb. Like, don't do this. Um, this relationship was the most toxic relationship I've ever been in. It was there to test my anger, patience, how violent I could be, how loud I could yell, and how hard I could hit my front door. Like, this relationship tried me and showed me some sides of me that were really ugly. And I was just like, bruh, this ain't it. Like, I give. It was me falling for the potential of a person and not realizing who that person really was in front of me. And so I struggled that whole two years exactly from the day we met and I first met him to the very end, the day we broke up and I was like, no more, is exactly two years. (laughs) Like, to the day, two years. Um, I fell in love with the potential and that was my problem. Like, I knew who he could be. I knew he was wanting to do. I saw his goals. I saw like, dang, like on a platter, like this looks amazing. It looks really great to order off a menu with so many great things and get on your plate. And it ain't nothing. (laughs) Ain't nothing on your plate. Bro, I can look at a menu all day. But if I don't order nothing, how you gonna deliver and give it to me? Uh, what? And that's what it was. Like I saw his potential, but he never delivered on anything. And it just was me being that person to hold him accountable. And he didn't never like that. Like, he never was the person that you would hold accountable. And he was enabled his whole life. So no one put him in a position where, like, you have to own up to your facts. You have to own up to your wrong. You have to own up to all your doings. Like, there are good and bad consequences to every choice and decision you make. And there was no one there to tell him that and actually hold him to it. And I became that person that was like, you a grown-ass man. There is a level of accountability in everything that you do as a grown person on this planet. Like, you can go out this door right now, and if you don't lock my door, I'm holding you accountable if someone comes in my shit and my stuff gone. Like, small stuff. And I held him accountable in so many ways and so many aspects that it drew a wedge in between us, but it wasn't a conversation had in the beginning like... I'm this kind of person that if you tell me one thing, your word is your bond, so you better prove that you're going to do it. You better make sure it happens because you just broke a promise. You just bought, you just broke a law abiding contract because it's a verbal agreement, which is legal. So basically, I can take you to court. Civil court, hello, how you doing? I just want to file a suit. <laughs> you know, I could be that petty, but I'm not. Who got time for that? Like, it's bigger issues and bigger fish to fry. So. Like, I laugh about it now, but back then, I yelled, I argued, I cried, I punched my door. Like, I almost broke my knuckle because I got so angry one night because I was so frustrated. It wasn't like he was there and I was frustrated. I was by myself thinking about all this stuff. And then one thing after another, and it was just like, F this, like, and cracked my door, like, straight up. Like, I have a stainless steel apartment door where I was living at the time, and, like, I punched the crap out of it. And I was like, bro, you're hurting yourself because this person's getting on your nerves. What are you doing this for? Why are you this mad? 
And I'm like, bro, why are you this man? <laughs> why are you letting this person take so much control over who you are as a person? Like emotions and how you feel about things. Like, why are you letting this person get in the way of that? This ain't you. And once I sat there and like, this is when I really started to like meditate and really learn who Teak was. I was like, okay, that's, that's not how to do that. I need to be better. I need to do things a little differently. And sure enough, we, well, I made the decision to tell him I'm not doing this anymore. The on and the off, we here and we not. You here and you not. You can't call or send a text message or something so simple that you're going to be late or that you're not coming at all or that you're even considering me in any of your day-to-day tasks. I'm not doing it no more. I gave up, if you want to call it that. But I put me first, and that was the first time I chose me over the person I was with. I felt liberated, but at the same time, I also felt hurt because I didn't want to hurt the person I was with because I did grow to love who he was, but I knew you weren't the person I was supposed to love and be with. Like, you are not for Teak. Um, And that led me to a point where I was like, bro, this is not it. Like, it is what it is. And sure enough, after we broke up, a month later, I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, are you kidding me? I just got rid of this person who drug me down so bad. <laughs> Ain't for you to say and pee on a stick and go to the doctors. I'm like, yeah, you are. And I'm like, you lying. <laughs> I told my doctor he lied to me so many times. I took four pregnancy tests. Don't judge me. But I had to be sure because I don't like this person. <laughs> and I was like, you can't. You can't. Even no. Nope. I don't agree with that. False. It's fake news. Like, that's how I felt. Like, guys, it was bad. Okay? But, um, I got through that. And then two weeks later, I miscarried. At that time, it was, like, the worst part of my life because I was like, dang, I just ended a very toxic relationship. I'm trying to get me right. I'm like, oh, dang, I'm about to have a baby. I'm 27 years old. Like, dang, that's crazy. Like, dang, you better be 27 and having a baby. Like, what you talking about? Like, I was 26 at the time, and, like, the baby was born. The, def- the baby was definitely born when I was 27. So I'm just like, what in the world? And then two weeks later, just be like, no, you're not. I know you thought you were, but you're not. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? So not, alone, not only did I leave a toxic relationship that hurt and definitely broke me down, the same person from that toxic relationship was also a part of my miscarriage. And I had experienced it with this person. And it just tore me down even worse. And, like, I can talk about miscarriage now and not even cry. Because I've accepted the fact that things happen for a reason. Like, I think that the universe gave me the opportunity to feel and experience that happiness and that growth in my miscarriage. But also tell me, in that moment, and take it away. It was like, you're not going to have to deal with this any longer. Like, you've already broken yourself away from that toxic experience and that person. You will not experience this any further by bringing a child into this world that's also a part of him. Because you don't have to deal with him. And I was like, well, good looking, universe. Like, way to put one down for the homies. Thank you. <laughs> so I grew from it. And, like, now I can, like, laugh and smile about it and joke about it. Because I'm like, the universe be looking out. Even when you think them little moments be horrible and tragic times, it be a blessing. Like endlessly the universe be knowing um and I trust it wholeheartedly <laughs> things that are supposed to happen will happen if it don't then it wasn't supposed to happen like it is what it is and then that relationship took me to like 
the very bottom of myself. And there was a lot of stuff going on outside of my relationship that also factored into that, like my job and other stuff going on. And so it just was crazy. But then I got into the whole world of like, well, I just want somebody to hold me or cuddle with here and there. And so I looked for a companion for those things that when I found a companion, it grew into something else. But that was just a very toxic and drama-filled situation. Like this person, like at that point, it was me drawing a line like I don't do drama. I don't do the toxic nothing. I don't do the back and forth. I'm not arguing. And being very clear about my intentions and like what I felt. Like if you want us to grow from this, make it clear. But if we're just going to chill out and be friends and see where it goes and really truly go with the flow, I need to understand that early. But we both decided like, okay, we're going to see where it really goes with the both of us. And let's try to be exclusive in our dating. And then we'll see if we can become a couple. Cool. Have no issue with that. It worked itself out that way. But then slowly but surely, the things that drew him into liking me were the things he slowly didn't like. Like, I'm a very blunt, and I'm a very honest and open person. So sometimes it can rub people the wrong way, not knowing that, like, if I tell you I went to work and came home, I truly went to work and came home. There was no in-between. I might stop at the gas station. I might stop and got food on the way, but I really went to work and came home. But the fact that I don't have no drama with me and I don't have nothing to give you to make your day as hype as you did with your ex or you can't come home to an argument. You feel like I'm lying. You feel like I'm out doing something sneaky or you feel like you're just assuming all these things about me that are completely false and you're making this narrative to yourself that like, oh, she could be doing this because X, Y, Z ain't happened. Or I could just be home by myself watching Netflix because I'm an introvert. You ever thought about that? But I really got tired of trying to defend who I was as a person to this man and with all the drama and the baby mama drama he had going on that I was completely understanding of in the beginning, but it got completely worse as months went on. I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this at all anymore. And it became a fact or a matter of fact thing that like, he tried to flip on me like, oh, nah, you out here doing X, Y, Z. Like, I think you cheating. And I'm like, boy, if you don't get the hell up out of my face, <laughs> Who, who, what? <laughs> like, to say Tika would cheat on somebody is the most absurd thing. To people who know me, to if you dated me, like, it's absurd. For one, having one headache is enough. What makes you think I want two headaches? I got one kid. What makes me think I want another kid? That's crazy. Uh-uh, Tika don't got time for that. Not that at all. No, no, sir. No, ma'am. No, none of the above. <laughs> but uh, that was just me seeing, like, the manipulation of a, that a person can have and possess and try to push on you in a relationship sometimes. And I struggled to learn that. I'm like, oh, the two years I was with this other person, oh, he kind of possessed and showed the same things. But now I'm seeing it in you. And I'm like, dang, y'all some manipulators, like, Y'all will have and get whatever you want, but as soon as it don't go your way, it's a problem. And now it's the other person's fault. You want to flip the script and play victim. Not over here. Because guess what? I'm leaving you. For me. This time. Bye. You got to go. We're done. Like, we can be cool after this. Like, even my friend, you can call me if you need advice. You want to talk about anything. If I come back to Maryland, you can speak. I ain't no issues. But we ain't got nothing else to talk about about us there ain't no us it's you and tika like that's it um but that was man 
struggling to learn not to argue, not to yell, positive communication and being able to listen and knowing when to be quiet and knowing when you matter or when you need to put you first and you're allowed to be selfish. Those are things I struggle with and they bring you down so freaking much when you don't know that that's what's happening. When you don't know that you're losing yourself by being in a relationship with a person that's just so toxic and it's pulling you away from the person you actually are. So like, yeah, you're going to go through some stuff and yeah, you're going to feel some pain and some hurt from some situations, but you have to learn from them or else like those struggles and those pains you went through are freaking pointless and meaningless and useless like I can't sit there and cry about it and then I go do something the next day or a few years later when I learn from it to be like to repeat the same actions that was pointless if I cried about it two years ago I can't cry about it two years later you already cried about it one time what you crying about it for again you know what this makes you feel like you know how this can affect you why are we crying about it now two years later Why am I bringing the hurt from two years into my new two years? I'm not the same person I was two years ago. I can't bring that same hurt to this new person. The new person should be able to digest it and dissect it totally different. So, like, my year and a half long long distance relationship I was in before this relationship taught me that people can say a lot. (laughs) People want to say a lot and do very little. So you take what they do and what they say at face value. With a grain of salt, my trust was really jacked up pre this relationship I'm in now. Like, before him, my trust was never there. Like, I could be with you and not trust you. Because I don't even trust the people that gave birth to me. Like, I, I can't. I can't trust a lot of people. Like, I like you. You're my friend. And I care for you. But trust is something that's very, very sacred to me. So if you get my trust and you break it and destroy it, I don't know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to react to it because I don't give it to everybody. Like, you were chosen. Like, I'm allowing it. Don't take it for granted. Like, and in, in the first part of this podcast, and I talked about how my new relationship is a little bit different and we were vulnerable and very transparent in the beginning. It holds true because you can tell... I can tell you one example, especially with this whole trust thing with my boyfriend now. I'd, we were so transparent in the beginning that, like, everything we talk about now is just regular conversation because I can tell him and literally say anything. But, like, literally earlier this month, I'm telling him, like, you know, I didn't trust you till like, two months ago. <laughs> and he just looked at me and was like, I get that. I can see that. <laughs> Thanks. You know how good it felt to not have an argument because I told you I started trusting you two months ago? And, like, legit fully started trusting him. Like, if I had something going on with me right now, I'd call him first. Babe, can you please help me out? Like, I don't know what to do. This and third. Who gonna cut on my back and call? My boyfriend. Thanks. Like, I can trust him now because I know he's gonna put the best for me first versus being super duper selfish and make up excuses on why he can't do something or why he can't be there for me or anything you think of that make you feel like I can't trust this person with nothing. I can give him parts and pieces of me and I know he won't go share it with the world because I trust him enough and he trusts me enough not to do it. Like, it's beautiful. But it's also like, 
very new because in the sense that yeah I've learned these things about myself but having to see them unfold as this new person you would as you would say because I've grown and I've developed differently it's totally like different like it's totally something you have to be willing to accept that the new you going to come with some new experiences and new responses to something and you have to be ready and willing to accept those responses so if you're going to go in relationships you're going to learn some things you're going to struggle during your learnings but you have to be remembering the entire time that at the end of all of this the person that you become and what you learn along the way is going to be more valuable than anything and that pain and that struggle you went through with that person doesn't last. It just strengthens you and makes you so much better. So that way you're prepared and you're ready for that right person. And sometimes that right person is you. Like sometimes you get to a point where you realize like I don't want to be or need another person. And now you're ready to just be with you. And being alone is satisfactory. Like, I learned to be by myself before I even met my boyfriend. And I was comfortable with myself. I'm still comfortable with myself. So if he goes away somewhere and I can't talk to him for two days, guess who's comfortable being alone? I am. And if I don't talk to him two days, I'm okay with that. I'm going to miss him, but I'm okay with it. Be comfortable. Be vulnerable. Be you unapologetically. Be willing to learn. And be willing to listen. No relationship is truly a bad relationship. It's just two people who tried to force something to happen that couldn't happen. And honestly, with any relationship and the toxic relationships I've been in, they I can say I've been in some really bad relationships because of the fact that I tried so hard to make it work when I knew it shouldn't. I knew it wouldn't. I knew it couldn't. So, if you made it always to this part of the podcast, kudos to you for your first free therapy session. (laughs) And you're welcome. (laughs) But relationships are all about learning. You and another person and if you can do it with with them forever for longevity big picture so go out there and don't be afraid to commit or be with a person just be willing to learn and struggle <laughs>